Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hunters Hunted 2 Corruption. Join us as we tell the tale of four men bonded by their fear and hatred of the hidden monsters that reside in Washington, D.C. in September of 2009. Only time will tell of Jebediah, played by Adam B., Robert, played by Adam C., Walter, played by Chris, and Dr. Turner, played by Tillman, will survive together in this story ran by Andrew. Hunters Hunted 2 is a Vampire the Masquerade 20th Anniversary Edition expansion set in the world of darkness. If you'd like to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or find us on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. You guys are back at the base. You have a moment of peace after all this chaos. The drugs are coming down. You're starting to feel the 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 lift that it was giving you just wear away. And the weight of everything that just happened is hitting you. I don't know what to do, guys. I need your help. At this point, I'm sitting on the couch trying to like stay awake, holding a picture of iris in my hands jeb i need i need your help man i know you need my help figure this out i'm gonna take a nap you're sitting there like looking at this photograph kind of just lounging and you look down and uh something about it looks a little bit odd to you it's not something it's not a detail you notice like right away right it's not something that stood out immediately but now that you have a moment you just kind of look at it and you go I don't, I don't remember Iris having tattoos. And you can see on her arms, because she's always wearing, you know, like stuff that it can expose like her shoulders and just kind of show as much skin as possible. Just all the way, kind of crisscrossing, just like a, kind of like a twisting kind of tattoo that just on both arms. Can't really make it out very well in the photograph, but it's not something you've ever seen before, but it's definitely her. Otherwise, in that, other than that, it's, it's definitely her. Yeah. <clears throat> Might be new. Jeb, look, I kind of like point along her arms to the picture as I sit next to him on the couch. She didn't, she didn't have those before, Jeb. So she don't got inked up. How long has it been since you last seen the girl? I don't recall that we established it, to be honest with you. I was thinking a few months, but like, like still fresh blood bond, like you're blood bound. Like it's still there. Five years, it would have worn off. Yeah. Okay, I'll say when I first started meeting her, that's when his downfall started. And by the time she'd left, he'd already had the YouTube channel and was like, you know what I mean? Does it make sense? You know what I mean? Sure. Am I t- okay? I'd Jed spent a couple months kind of hit her from you guys. I didn't want her to get hurt from what we were doing. You understand, right? Oh yeah. Can you wake me up tomorrow morning, Jed? I want to look into those churches. What time you want to go? Whenever you get up for work, Jeb. My alarm's set for four, but I guess, um, I mean, uh, are you going to be awake by then? Wake me up later, Jeb. Greg, (laughs) what time are you getting up, Greg? Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Just someone get me up in the morning. No, just kind of like slowly pass out on the couch. Jeb will get up and grab a blanket from the uh, pile 
that is somewhere, and he'll throw it over me like, God damn it. I ain't got enough coffee for this. I think we should vote on like a no drugs rule when we're working. Cause yeah, that, I, that sounds like a good idea. Since uh, Walter's currently passed out, I'm going to say in his stead that he's all for this rule. So I think we have the majority. All right, good. It's unanimous then. What about Robert? He's got a family. He, he's got a home. He's got to go home. Yeah, yeah, this this has been a fucking crazy night, but he's he's got to go home. Uh, Maria's probably wondering where he's been, and he's going to go home reeking of booze and, you know, being all fucked up and stuff, so... Yeah, it's almost ten thirty already, and, and yeah. yeah. So as and as as soon as Walter um kind of kind of knocks out, he's gonna he's gonna look to Greg and he's gonna look to Jeb and just kind of uh you know the guy that he is he'll he'll shake their hands before he uh before he leaves he's just like Jeb Gregory and then he kind of um he's gonna make his way out of the bunker and just get back in his car and before he starts it to drive home. He kind of just takes a second to collect himself, and it's just like, oh, shit. Like, this was a fucked up night. Um, yeah, what's what's kind of going through his head at this moment? Honestly, at this moment, he's just, like, feeling a lot of regret for, first of all, the, the choices that he's made today. Uh, one of which being smoking the marijuana, um, taking the amphetamines, um, fleeing when, when his friends were in danger being in a place, being in a situation that an FBI agent should should not be in, you know what I mean? And so he's just like thinking this is just a big fuck up. And tomorrow I have to be, I have to get serious. I have to go to work. No more fucking around. No more, no more doing bullshit. No more taking drugs and, and fucking around. I have to go in. I have to, I have to try to, you know, do some solid work on this case. I have to, I have to make I have to make the the best of this and and start working on this right now. Like this has just been a fuck up. Um, and I will say that he he would have taken the the uh, case file with him when he left, making sure to kind of um, make sure it's complete. You know, I'm, I'm guessing it was probably strewn about the room as people were checking it out and stuff. But but he'll make sure he leaves with the case file, and um, that's probably the last time he's going to show it to the uh to the group you know because it is fbi property and you know if 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 he does give them anything about the actual case file he'll have to just relay the information to them he can't be he can't be giving out materials like that to civilians that's just so against protocol yeah and and if it wasn't for like uh the specific ranking and where you have your humanity there probably would have been a degeneration role needed but uh at this point, you you didn't do anything too bad. You just did some minor selfish acts here and there. You were a little bit selfish today. Absolutely, yeah. And then you're feeling guilty about it. Definitely. So you drive off, you go home. What about the rest of you? Well, I should say, what about Greg and Jeb? Greg will just lean back in one of the chairs or couches and drink a beer with uh with Jeb and try to <laughs> calm down a little bit. If we're gonna have a uh, King of the Hill scenario, yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Jeb, Jeb's just gonna drink until he falls asleep, more or less. Yeah, Greg will ask some things like, "You've seen a lot of guys getting shot," and 
I've seen it once or twice. I mean, I do a lot of shooting myself. Mostly critters, but every now and then it's it's a little more upright. Right, right. What's Thank your... You. you probably don't see your... much of this sitting in your laboratory. No, not really. So so what y'all making these days? I mean, could put them skills to use for some extra scratch, you know? Well, I'm working a little bit on the medical side now. Um, Can you make drugs? I could. Don't say it too loud, though. It's the wrong crowd for that. Devil look over at the passed out druggie on the couch. Y'all sure about that? Yeah, I think it's best we, we don't let him get too close to the sources. I mean, he ain't got no about it, but we could fund some of our uh, hunting with it. Ooh, I've been down that road. I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a little dangerous. I guess. You know? How's things with them other folks we uh, work with? I don't know. I mean, it has worked out for a little while, but I'm not sure where this is going with uh, with these guys. Maybe one of us should check in with them and see if they got anything on these folks. I mean, it's it's not likely, but it's always possible. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Andrew, did we ever establish a name for my mentor? I don't believe that we did give him a name yet. So we can. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just the custodial engineer and I do some of the, the wiring and whatnot, but I mean y'all you're like one of them student types, so you might know what they're talking about. You might get some more answers. I mean I could dig through the trash, but I don't think there's gonna be much there. They they tend to light their stuff on fire when they when they're really done with it. Hmm. Well, to be honest, you put a thought into my mind. I have this well, contact I'm not proud of. Uh, and he might know something about gangs in this city. Out of character, I'm talking about my uh, drug business contact. That could be useful. I mean, it maybe even they hear something through, uh, what, the grapevine about uh, some drive-by. I'm getting a little peckish. You want another burger? Uh, I'm not hungry. You sure? Yeah. All right, fine. Jubble walk over to like a giant tub of beef jerky and he'll pull a few pieces out and start gnawing on them. And I say beef with quotations. <laughs> he doesn't even remember which one it is. When did I kill this? Is this still good? He'll sniff the meat, then I'll eat it. You know, Jap, I think I'm gonna crash here for at least another day. Y'all are welcome. Me, Casa, Sukasa. My, and he almost says wife, but corrects himself. Uh, anyway. She's in the house right now getting all her things. I don't want to be there right now. Yeah, the last thing y'all need is some sort of domestic. Just uh, just mind the water. It's all, I got the rainwater jugs. We, we got to be careful how quick we go through it. There's always beer here, so that's safer compared to water, you know? What you trying to say? I got them filters from Alex Jones. No, no, this is, this is age-old knowledge. Look. They met alcohol in the medieval times because water. Anyway, uh. man, what the hell are you talking about? I, we could do some brewing. I mean, we got the space for it. You want to make our own? Shit, I know what my next project's going to be. Can you do wine? All I right. think wine wine basically makes itself, and we go off on a tangent on that. Yes, yeah. With that uh, <laughs> with that tangent, we're gonna cut over to we're gonna cover to cut over to Robert. So Robert, you're you're 
you're pulling home, pulling into the driveway. Maybe describe your house for us, like the the way the place you live in. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, sure. Um, so I have uh, two dots and resources. So the way that I like to imagine his house is it's a um, it's it's a modest but it's a but not too shabby two story um, house in a residential nice neighborhood. Um, I'd imagine it has like a garage. He's got a a decent sized uh, front yard and, and backyard. Um, just a, a very typical um, American household, I guess. Um, inside of the garage where, where he parks his car and where his wife Maria probably has her car, uh, there's like, you know, his, his son's bicycle, um, just various tools and just other sorts of shit you keep in the garage. Okay. So you come in to, uh, through the garage door into the house, maybe connecting into like, like the kitchen or like a laundry room. And then, yeah. the kitchen. um, I'd say I'm definitely trying to be as quiet as possible at this point. Just kind of hoping, yeah. um, Maria's asleep and yeah, it's like you know. 1130, you know, yeah. and the lights are out and you're opening the kitchen door into the, going into the house and you come walking past the, uh, like a doorway into uh where there's like a living room area and the lights flip on and the lamp comes on your wife's sitting there on the couch and she's just looking at you and you're just kind of like that that rabbit you know like your deer cotton headlights kind of look you know you're like oh yeah um internally i'm kind of just oh shit and i just you know i just see her and i'm just like maria baby what are you doing up still i made dinner and we were waiting for you what happened? Uh, listen, I'm I'm really sorry. I, I should have called. It's yes, it's you should have. It's work, you know. It's it's I got something new going on. It's you know. It's really just took up all my time today, and I and I got a little bit carried away. And I I should have at least called. I'm I'm really sorry. Okay. Uh, why don't you use charisma and expression to see how well this goes off? She's not in a good mood. She's Uh-oh. been waiting on you, so she's kind of irritated. So let's see how how you do here, calming your wife down. Okay, so I I have decent charisma, but I don't have any dots in expression. Do I take a penalty for not having any dots, or is it just no? No, no? Uh, only if it was a skill uh, would you get like a penalty. Uh, talents, it's just just don't get to roll those dots, and it's just a six. Her her expression kind of softens, and she uh, well, you look like shit. There's food. Come on, let me feed you. Tell me about it. And she kind of gets up and like moves over to the kitchen. I'll I'll sit down at the table, kind of just excited for whatever she's gonna put in front of me. Uh, Robert yeah. loves his wife, and he loves his wife's cooking. Um, it's it's one of the most comforting <laughs> things to him is to to eat a meal prepared by his wife. So regardless of if he was nervous, um, anxious, full, not full, you know, whatever, he's he's gonna eat something that she made for him. Yeah. And he's just kind of sitting at the table, just uh, rubbing his hands together, you know, in excitement. And at this <laughs> point, his his guilt is starting to really eat away at him. And he he contemplates whether or not he should he should just come out and tell her about the, the case, because if he could just tell her, you know, I'm, I'm on a case now, maybe maybe she would understand a little bit and she wouldn't be so mad at him. She like you know gets this plate that she had like with like some saran wrap and puts it in a microwave to warm it back up for you. And she kind of comes over to the table and sits down across from you and it's like, "What happened? 
Why didn't you call? I'm sorry, Maria. You know, it's just been a really stressful day for me. Uh, you know, I was worried about you. I know, I know, and I, I don't want you to worry. You know, I, I, sh I shouldn't have stressed you out. I'm really, I'm really sorry. How's, how's Robert Jr.? He's fine. He got in trouble at school today. What for this time? I don't know. He hit some boy. Jesus Christ. What are we going to do with this kid? I was hoping maybe you could talk to him. <sighs> yeah. Look, tomorrow I'll, I'll have a man-to-man -man with him and I'll, I'll find out what's going on. Yeah, because he won't listen to me. You know, I'm his mother, but he doesn't want to talk to me. This is a, this is a father's job and I'll, I'll deal with this. She'll, uh, you know, stand as a microwave, like beeping and go over there and set the plate down in front of you and just kind of gives you a praising look as you like, like she kind of smiles. She likes taking care of you. You know, she enjoys doing this, you know, like it's like a, for her, it's like a, like something that is just, it's comforting for her to be able to say, you know, she can take care of you. And every time I, I eat her food, I tell her it's the the best that she's ever, ever made, you know? And she, she, you know, knows at this point it's, you know, I say it every single time. So she's kind of just like, shut up. Cause it's, it's gotta be, you know, just flattery or something like that. But every single time he eats something that she made, he, he tells her how she has outdone herself and how amazing it is. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this little moment of like that, that flattery, like you were saying, she's just kind of like, all right, well, she puts her hand on your shoulder. I'm going to bed. Come up I'll be up in a minute. And she kind of does a little sniff and says, take a shower. I will. And okay. that, yeah, he'll probably, he'll probably, yeah, just, just finish up, take a shower and go to bed. Yeah. With that, you all, uh, your night's rest, a little bit of, uh, stress during the day, but, uh, in the evening and a lot of shit to happen, but, uh, you know, you, you all rest securely for the night. So restore a point of willpower and, uh, you wake up the next day. Um, let's go with, uh, just whatever order you guys want to take it in kind of like how you are reacting the next day. Cause again, this, remember this was on a weekend. Most of you don't have any like immediate things you have to go to do right away. No work schedules and stuff like that. Like just kind of one at a time, just take us through, how you're going to handle the next morning, how, what's, uh, what's going through your head, how you're processing everything. Jeb will get up at around four, probably a little worse for the wear with all the previous drinking or the, with all the drinking the previous night. He'll get up, he'll scratch himself, look around, remember where he is, walk over to the beef jerky tub, grab some more, look at the, look at his guests, Look at the whiteboard, wander over to the uh, toilet in the bunker, splash some water on his face, take care of business, come back, sit in his chair, and think about stuff while he waits for his uh, company to wake up. Imagine you have like a like a chair you can kind of lounge in nearby. There's a whiteboard there uh, with like all these different uh, notes that you guys are taking before before everything went crazy. And you're just looking up at it. There's, again, these uh, different uh, hospitals, uh, the different uh, victim names from these different priests who were all, like, shot to death. Potential, like, you know, serial killer connection, maybe, or something like that, you know. So it's all too similar to be, you know, random. And uh, just kind of observing and looking at that as... Uh, I, I imagine Greg would be the next one to wake. Yeah, I think so. A large belch from Jeb wakes him up. Mm. 
Good morning. <laughs> morning. Want some jerky? I can put coffee on too. Coffee sounds good. All right. Jeb will go make some coffee. And Greg will go to the bathroom or the makeshift bathroom, whatever it is. Try to freshen up a little. What's going on through your head this morning? Do you have any plans? Any thoughts that like what, what you might be looking to do? Like Right now, uh, Greg is a bit of a mess. <laughs> like There's a lot going through his head, but nothing's really sticking. Like He can't really focus on anything or he doesn't really want to like he doesn't really know what to do about his uh about his um well still wife soon to be ex-wife probably like he just doesn't want to mess with that right now just stay away from it is really no idea about what robert is uh doing right now with this case but probably just to keep busy he's uh uh, probably gonna contact his mentor, uh, check up on what's going on with the Arcanum, whether there are any, I don't know, seminars or something coming up. Um, maybe take it from there. Okay. You know, Walter awakens. There's coffee. The guys are the guys are up. A little, you're a little groggy. Yeah, I'm gonna get up and go pour myself a cup of coffee. <clears throat> like kind of like push my hair back. Kind of mumble to myself. Or I put some sugar in there, kind of stir it, and can turn around, and look at the two, and be like, "You feel like seeing me do an impromptu episode, gentlemen?" What now? And then last minute episode, an unplanned episode. Okay, let's go to my room real quick. I think you guys will enjoy this. Wait, let me top off my coffee. Mm, good coffee, and, uh, by the way, Jeb. I know. I, I, I thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Jeb. You're a culinary yeah. expert. I sure as hell am. Thank you. We just got to make folks more, you know. I, I got to market my burgers, man. I tell you. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Wait, now, yeah, um, how much electricity are y'all going to be using for this thing? It's a normal webcam setup. Not too much. Okay. I mm. think we got it covered. All right, gentlemen. If you'd like to come back to my room. I think we even said during the character creation session that... um. Gregory had often watched Walter do his YouTube stream show, right? Am I correct in that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So, like, in my room, my picture, I have, like, a desk with, like, a green screen, you know what I mean, in the back. And, like, I'll just sit there and sometimes maybe even, like, Greg will count off for me, you know what I mean, while before we go live kind of thing. And so I'll go sit down and. I'll kind of like just motion to the two to set a desk or two chairs on the other side of the desk or whatever. So they can like, you know what I mean? Face me. And I turn on these like lamps that I have like by the green screen and I go sit in my chair and I kind of take some sips of the coffee. <clears throat> be like, Gregory, can you uh, click that right there so I can start streaming, please? Give me a camera. Yeah, I got it. I got it. True. Wait, are we going to be like a uh, guest stars on this episode? Oh, no, no. This is just me. You guys are just going to. So I can just keep drinking my coffee. Yes, you can. Yes, sir. Yes, you can. Okay. Okay, good. All right, everyone ready? Yep, I'm ready. And I do like a movie countdown, like from five going quiet at two or something like that. Yeah. Holding up my fingers and I'm pressing the buttons in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the last minute Discover Truth. Circumstances have led me here. I just have a quick message for you, dear listeners and viewers. You often come to me 
telling me how my words and this show have helped you discover the truth around you and see what lurks within the shadows. My message today is short and sweet and simple. They have tried to stop me. Last night, they tried to stop me. The truth that I wield is like a sword that cuts deep into the monsters of the night. Stay on the path, folks. Do not let the fear of the shadows overcome you. Survive. They may try to take my life again. And if they ever succeed, you all hearing this need to continue the fight. They may take one of us down, but we are the body. And the body shall overcome. And to those of you who tried, who I know are listening here, I welcome the fight. We will win. We will conquer. We will overcome. And I'll motion for Gregory to cut the video. And we'll call it there, you guys. Good session. Good session. Oh. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So um, as per usual, I want to get everybody to take just a moment to uh, think of a role-playing moment from another character, player character, that uh, you liked. And we'll start with uh, Adam. Okay, a moment I definitely really liked was Walter and Gregory kind of arguing over uh, this Daishan guy who's, like, bleeding out in front of them. And just, like, Walter just kind of, like, giving a countdown and Gregory, you know, trying to tell him to shut up so he can, like, focus, like, figure out what's going on. I just thought that was, like, such a chaotic and just, like, amazing interaction. It was, like, it was so good. So I have a confession to make. Um, that That is a direct ripoff of True Detective Season 1. I was watching, rewatched that recently, and there's uh, uh, an iconic episode that everyone who's watched the show remembers. And there's a scene where Matthew McConaughey is just tweaked out of his mind and, and like all this chaos is going around him. And he's like, 33 seconds. We got 33 seconds, guys. 19 seconds. Exactly. Like people are listening to him and no one's listening to him during all this chaos. So that was a homage to True Detective. I wish that was an original thought. So <laughs> still, good. still, still good. good. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Mitch? Do you, uh, what, what's, what's a good, like, what, what is a role playing moment you like from one of the other player characters? I liked our FBI agent's awkward dinner with his wife. Where were you? The light it comes on. Cold. The rubbing of the hands before the dinner's put in front of him. Actually, the scaredest I've been all session was was when I came home. To the, <laughs> Running for his life, but that right there, that was the moment. Yeah. Drive-by shooting, no big deal. Pissed off wife, oh shit. I just, I just absolutely love the apprehension that fucking Robert has about like everything. It's just like such a perfectly played character, man. Like seriously, and just like you, for you to say all your fuck ups, all your whatever, that like your most joyful <laughs> moments sitting across from your wife, like rubbing your hands before she serves you some kind of carved out Italian meal. Just, is, is just oh, it's it's spaghetti and meatballs or lasagna or something. Yeah, Carbon yeah, and cheese, man. You know. What about you, Tillman? I really liked uh, Walter's monologues this session. Like, I hope the T doesn't stand for trouble. It's so cheesy, but <laughs> I can totally see it in his character. Like, he's this YouTube thing that has totally gone to his head. And he can't stop talking like that anymore. Like, he's always in this mode. Yeah, it's like the character has become him. Yeah. Also, the end right now with this announcement. That's totally what he would do. Like, someone tried to stop me. <laughs> Perfect. 
And it sounds like totally schizophrenic too. Just like they tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. It was good stuff. And uh, yeah, finally, Chris. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna have to. I I really enjoy the subtlety of some of these characters, which really blows my fucking mind. And I'm gonna point out distinctly both um, Jeb and Gregory. You know what I mean? Just how subtle they are about things like fucking Jeb about like <laughs> fucking burgers or about the coffee or about being overdramatic. But like me personally, out of character and in character, I think he like I look at Jeb like the rock of the group. Like sh if shit ever really went down, Jeb would be the dude to be like, go here, go here, do this, do this. And like everyone would follow him like in a fucking heartbeat. So I, I look at Jeb as like the unidentified leader of the group. Hold on, you know drive by shooting isn't shit really going down. Well, yeah, I guess, but Jeb wasn't there. Jeb was just like, you know, kind of reacting. He was. He he was looking out for y'all. He went and he got the car. He was ready to, yeah. yeah first and one thing, act. And one thing that um about Gregory that I'm really happy with is how Gregory his empathy, even not empathy. Let me let me rephrase that because he has no empathy. Just like <laughs> just like um humane because it's really easy in a game like this to want to go down some dark places. Not saying like do evil shit or whatever, but like. You know, you're trying to survive against monsters, so it's like, tell me what you know. You know, where's Rachel? You know, kind of shit. But like, I feel like the moment where he's like, oh, we got to take him to the hospital and all this shit. It was not something I pictured from any character in here, and it was kind of a refreshing like balance. I think you know, like a moral compass, which Tillman seems to play a lot, which is awesome. <laughs> moral compass of the group. <laughs> okay, last things. Uh, what what uh, would you learn this session, Chris? Oh, with me? Um, yeah. What'd you learn this session? I learned that I want to play. I mean, like this is learned just in general, right? Just period. It doesn't have to be exactly in or out of character. Just in or, anything learned, you learned this session. I learned that I want to play Walter a little differently than I pictured. Where I wanted just Walter to be like, oh, he just does drugs, but he's like pretty put together. But I think I kind of want to like tie to where like depending on the drug he uses, he might react differently to a situation. And I think that was really something I discovered when you put this very fucking intense moment in the game and that Walter's like amphetamine that he took, which was just supposed to be kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like really started making him be like, we got to go now. We got to go now. We got to do, 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 do this. I think I like want to like start playing him depending on the drug he takes and the scene that happens. You might not get the same reaction he would give to the same situation if he was sober or whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Tillman. I think Greg felt compelled to take leadership, uh, even though he didn't really know how to in the um, drive-by shooting situation. And I think that's something that will happen more often, especially with, with what Chris just said. Uh, so, yeah, Gregory is kind of in this um, weird role in the group where he feels compelled to be the the reasonable one. like. Um, not necessarily the uh, the superior educated one, but like uh, when push comes to shove, uh, he and maybe Jeb have to have to pull on uh, things together to make them work out. I see that definitely, especially with Robert and his shit and me and my shit. Like you two are the like the core of the group. Yeah, definitely. I that's like a that. that's a good thing to learn too. Yeah, that like you can be the dependable one. Uh, what about you, Mitch? That FBI man is a goddamn coward. We don't have <laughs> words about that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Running. Oh. That's oh. fair. That's fair. 
running <laughs> from a shootout. You're you're in the FBI, man. You're supposed to like shoot back. Isn't that what all that training is for? As a player, <laughs> I really wanted to. Uh, I'm definitely kicking myself in the ass for for taking this flaw, but I think it's cool. I think it's going to make some good story, and I think it's a it's a it's an interesting character trait to have. Yeah, I like it. Um, so, Adam, what did you learn this session? Uh, besides the fact that uh, my guy is a giant pussy, um, pretty much he he wants to just handle things differently from here on out. Uh, things have been such a shit show up until now that he and also being confronted with this like terrible personal flaw of just just running in a situation that he should be equipped to handle it's it's disturbing to him and he wishes he knew how to handle it but you know it's just one of the many uh mental issues mental you know like uh you know he he probably needs some kind of therapy for more than one thing but that's one of them but Basically, he he just uh, you know, he he would have this desire to kind of just do some some solid work on this case and to just try to go about it in a in a um, in a better manner. This this whole thing was just kind of a shit show, but he's okay. He's okay. Cool. Well, um, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, you guys, mark down another four XP on your sheets. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there. High Level Games, the industry's first choice in taking your games to the next level. We are a podcast blog and new media network at highlevelgames.ca. We have blog posts about all of your favorite games going up five days a week and a podcasting network with actual plays and shows that discuss role-playing games with more rolling out all the time. We are on iTunes, Twitch, and YouTube. Find out more information at highlevelgames.ca, a site that certainly isn't controlled by a shadowy board of directors of otherworldly origin. That's highlevelgames.ca. Please, help. They're coming. <laughs> The Los Angeles metropolitan area is constantly growing and changing. The central district is full of new buildings. The Hollywood and Wilshire districts, once far from downtown, 
now are part of a which spreads past Beverly Hills and out to the ocean. But why is all this going on in Los Angeles? Why is Los Angeles an exploding city? Neon Masquerade The Demon's Mirror Thirteen Candles Three Chronicles Running Through the Undead Veins of the City of Angels The Esoteric Order of Role Players Actual Play Podcast invites you to drink deeply. Go to eorpodcast.com and search the Duets tag to find out more. <laughs>